Very few of us would imagine how much our lives would change in just a few short weeks. COVID-19 has impacted all of us in ways none of us could have imagined. Statistics now say that one in five Americans are out of work. The federal government is trying to help, passing a $2 trillion stimulus bill. So we're going to be talking about today on Home Matters, how businesses and individuals can help keep themselves afloat, and what's in the stimulus package that might help. Welcome to Home Matters. Today we are working from home on a communication that I think everybody's sort of gotten used to, which is Zoom. Uh, I have a special guest today, Nicole Matika from Profit Matters. She runs a company that, that works to keep her clients as profitable as possible, keeping down expenses. And she's with us today. I know she's been working overtime to, uh, to sort of see what, uh, what the stimulus bill has for her clients, as well as uh, seeing what she can do to help others make it through this difficult time. So welcome, Nicole. Thank you, Dave. Again, um, yes, I do work at Profit Margin. We've been working with all our clients trying to help them get through this certain time. Um, you know, we've been working on cash flows budgets, trying to tell them how to cut costs, what to do from a cash flow perspective to help them get through this, um, you know, bump in the road. Great. So I guess we'd start off with homes since uh, most people are spending all their time there and, and mortgages. Uh, a lot of people are trying to figure out, you know, how do I pay my mortgage? Should I pay my mortgage right now? Uh, uh, yeah, so some of the mortgage companies are actually deferring loan payments up for six, up to six months. So we've actually told all our clients to reach out to their mortgage company individually and kind of see what it is that they're offering. Um, in some cases, some are tacking onto the end of the loan, but in other cases, um, the mortgage company is expecting the full amount due after that deferment period. So I really have told them to make sure they get everything in writing to ensure that they're not ending up with a really big bill in three to six months from now. So I would imagine even if you can make a mortgage payment, if, you're, if your mortgage company is willing to defer, it might be a good idea as we really don't have an idea of how long this is gonna last. So it, uh, it certainly would be worth you know, contacting your mortgage company and finding out if something like that is available. Yeah, they can also do that through, you know, reaching out to them directly on the phone, um, but they might also want to try the web. As far as expenses, I know that's one of the things you do for your clients. Uh, you want to talk to us a little bit about what we might do to control some expenses and maybe help us to get through this time? Yeah, so what I've been telling our clients is, you know, it's, it's been a lot for them. They've been reaching out to their bank, their bank loans. They've been reaching out to their credit card companies, um, car loans, even to their landlords. Um, we've been seeing a lot of situations where they're also getting deferment. They might be, get a month free for rent. Um, and in some cases, they're getting interest waived um, or getting new payment, you know, new college loan payments reduced. So I really recommend trying to treat each situation on a case by case date basis and actually making a phone call out to them. Um, the other things I've been kind of telling our clients is, you know, take a look at your credit card bill or anything that's automatically recurring. See if you can postpone that membership or that subscription. And if it's truly unnecessary, just eliminate it. And then the last thing I've been telling them is, you know, to look at their contracts, their cell phones, their business insurance, 
um, merchant accounts and see what they can do to renegotiate any contracts at a lower amount um, just to help them, you know, in their cash flow. Yeah, so always a good idea to cut expenses, probably never a time more important than right now. How about as a business? I know businesses are wondering, you know, can I keep my employees? Should I furlough? Should I lay them off? Is there a difference? And in, in what's your advice on that? Yeah, so there is a huge difference. The first is if you lay off an employee um, and they go for unemployment, more or less, they have to start looking for another job. If you furlough them, um, the expectation is, is that they are going to unemployment, but that you're going to bring them in back once the, you know you get busy again. So I really recommend to small business owners to make sure that they communicate very clearly as to furlough versus laying um, their staff off. The other thing I have also recommended to the small business owners is to actually file a claim for themselves with unemployment. In the state of New Hampshire, um, you know, the governor has allowed for small business owners to apply for unemployment. So um, some of the things during their application process is they're going to want to try to figure out what their earnings are. And I've told our clients to either look at how much their owner's draw is on an average per month or to go to their latest tax return and see how much business income they've had in the last year. Um, but you know, it, we're very fortunate to have that ability to, in New Hampshire to apply as a small business owner, but I do recommend also making phone calls um, because the system is not set up to approve small business owners. So they're probably gonna have much more of a success rate by actually calling the unemployment department and helping them through the process. All right, all right. And I know one of the things we've heard is that uh, the, the government has put off filing our income tax until July 15th as opposed to April 15th. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are, you know what, you might as well just get it done. Uh, you know, if you're going to be owed a refund, then you want to get those funds deposited into your account as soon as possible. Um, if you find out that you actually owe um, taxes, it doesn't mean that you have to submit um, the return right away or make the payment right away. You can still submit that by the due date. Um, in the state of New Hampshire, the due date is June 15th, as well as the federal government in Massachusetts has extended it to July 15th. So I really highly recommend that you still get it done just in case you are owed a refund and you can get that money to, to yourself as quickly as possible. All right. As far as the stimulus plan, um, what what does an individual need to do to be able to find out if they if they qualify, if there's something in it for them? Uh, what are the details yeah, but, on that? Yeah, there's, so there's two SBA loans that you can go after. And more or less what I've told all my small business clients is apply. You know, we don't know whether or not you'll get approved. You're better off trying and then seeing what happens from there. Um, you know, the first one is the disaster loan program, which includes, I think it's up to $10,000 in emergency funding that you possibly could get in three days. So a lot of my clients have already filled that, that piece out. Um, and it's maybe three or four screens. It's not a lot of information that you have to provide and they'll follow up with you with additional information that they may need. Um, you can access that um, SBA loan at the sba.gov site. Um, and, and just, like I said, easily go to the website and process your application that way. Um, the other program that's also for small business owners is the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, this is actually an SBA loan that needs to be submitted through a bank lender. So what I've been recommending is to my clients is to reach out to their current bank contact um, and start you know, the conversation of seeing, are they set up? Some banks, this is so new to them that 
Um, there's only a few that are set up today to do to process those applications and I others won't be ready until next week. So um, the good thing is, is if you reach out to your bank lender, um, you can get the information that you need to start gathering in the application so you can start filling it out um, so that when they are up and running, you can just submit your application right away. Um, some of the things that this loan is gonna cover is your payrolls, your benefits, salaries, rent, and utilities during an eight-week period. Um, you ha will have to provide them with the last year payroll summary as well as your payroll tax returns and some other documentation. So is there any reason why I wouldn't apply for this loan or loan or maybe a, a grant at some point? So I guess what I've been telling clients is they have to be very careful and understand that, you know, when they say forgiven, you know, for the, for the SBA loan, for the payment protection program, that it's still a process. It is an SBA loan. The max term is 10 years at 4%. If you're not fully forgiven for that total amount, you still have to pay that loan out. So I've just been telling the clients um, to be weary. You know, if they really feel that um, they can't afford to keep their staff, they can put them on unemployment um, as long as they rehire them back by the June timeframe. Um, they shouldn't be penalized um, when calculating this forgiving uh, payroll piece. There seems like there's a lot of money out there, but there also are a lot of people that are going to be applying. So I would think uh, applying sooner than later is a, a really key part of this. Yeah. And to add to, just like you said, to add to that, um, it is first come first basis. They are going to weed those that, you know, and only give to those businesses that need it um, or need a little bit of it. So it really is, they're going to try to extend it all out to as many people as they can. But at some point, like you said, it is going to run out. So the recommendation I have is to make sure that you hurry up and pull all your information together and get it, get it submitted sooner rather than later. So that's, that's for businesses, uh, individuals. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about a $1,200 uh, individual um, amount. Is that What's necessary for that? How do I qualify and, and what do I have to do to, to get that? So that, that's automatically going to happen. Um, the federal government's going to process that um, on, on just based on the fact that you've submitted your tax return. So there's two ways that you're going to receive those funds. The first is, is if you've put um, your banking information on your 2019 tax return, um, they're going to direct deposit those funds right away into your account. Um, However, it is gonna be reduced based on how much your income is. So the more you make, the less you'll get. Um, for those that did not put their banking information on their tax return, um, they will get paper checks. But based on the information we've heard, those paper checks will not start getting processed until May, and it could take up to 20 weeks after that for all the paper checks to get processed and mailed. It's not a lot of help for what's going on right now, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're talking about the 2019 tax returns. Correct. So a good reason to make sure that you're getting those in. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. That's exactly the, the biggest reason is to submit that tax return so that you can also get that stimulus check as well. All right. So we've covered a lot of information here, some, some really good information that I think uh, uh, everyone out there is probably interested in and in, uh, trying to find out, you know, what's going to help them through this difficult time. So uh, Nicole, I want to thank you for coming on and talking to us a little bit today. Obviously a lot of great information. Um, that's all I have for Home Matters. My name is Dave Heater. If I can help out in any way, please feel free to reach out. And uh, until next week, thanks for watching.